Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Russ Terry, founder and CEO of Life Coach Radio Network. Today's sponsor is Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. Get a free audiobook when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. That's audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. And now, here's today's show. Good morning. Welcome to Reveal Your Excellence with the on-camera coach, Renee Ellison. I am Renee, and I am so um, happy to be here. I feel like it's been a while since I've connected with my audience, but it's only been the standard two weeks. Uh, I think because in the last two weeks, I've had a trip to Munich, which was really fun and exciting. Um, I got sick again, um, just from running and ripping and uh, doing everything that I've been trying to get done. And, you know, just really got to a point where I said, you know, Renee, you need to slow down. And you need to take a breath and you need to regroup and you need to focus on um, what we're going to be talking about today, which is that self-love and that self-care. Being a human being instead of a human doing is such um, an important lesson, I think, for all of us to take home today. And that's what we're going to be talking about today, that whole idea of connecting self-love and self-care. No better time than Right before Valentine's Day, uh, life coach Janice Carstens is going to be joining me today to chat about this incredible topic. And um, I think the reason why it's so important, especially to women, uh, is because when Valentine's Day rolls around, if we have a significant other, of course, it's just sun and roses and everything's great. But then sometimes um, there are some of us who might not have that significant other, and it might be a little bit challenging to make it through that holiday with a smile on our faces. So we're going to touch on that a little bit today as we go through um, this conversation today with Janice. But before we uh, introduce you to Janice Carstens, I just want to tell you about some shows that are coming up on Life Coach Radio Networks this week. On Monday, How to Get Unstuck When You Seem to Be in a Rut with Anna Popa. Um, And I think um, this is such a great show because so many of us are stuck and not really sure how to get to that next phase in our lives. So Anna, um, actually it's Papa. Anna Papa is going to be talking about uh, this, um, this topic and giving us some insight about how to get unstuck. Then on Tuesday, the 16th, The Delicate Balance of Ego and Soul. When I saw that title, I thought, hmm, that's a really interesting kind of title, Um, the whole idea of balancing ego and soul. I actually might tune in to just find out a little bit more about what that means, but that's coming up on Tuesday. Then, of course, Your Best Life with Jan Jaffe is Wednesday, the 17th. And then um, a really unusual topic, bro science. What do we know about our overall nutrition with Colleen Magnani? That's going to be on Thursday, the 18th. So I hope that you have an opportunity to continue tuning in to 
Life Coach Radio Networks and have this um, incredible opportunity to connect with your spirit, to connect with your soul, and to connect with who you are and really learn some valuable information and takeaways about how to make your life more enjoyable and um, successful. So I'm going to now introduce you to an incredible woman. Um, I, I know that a lot of you know that I spend many of my Reveal Your Excellence episodes connecting with fellow life coaches, and today is no exception. Janice Karstens is an amazing life coach. She was actually my one of my peer coaches when I went through the IPEC program. She helped me through some um, incredibly emotional challenges with relationships and, you know, trying to get myself employed. I was unemployed at the time, and, I, I mean, she really had her hands full. But she was just dynamite and supportive and loving and caring and um, just really made an impact on me in terms of uh, the way that she coached me and the way that she supported me through that uh, time period in my life. So I just want to thank you, Janice, for being such an amazing coach to me. And everyone, please welcome Janice Karstens to Reveal Your Excellence. Hi, Janice. Hi, Renee. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're making me blush over here. Oh, well, that's good. I mean, you deserve it because, um, you know, you really did have have your hands full when um, when you were coaching me. It just so happened that you you were hitting me at a time in in a you know I feel like I'm always in transition, but you were hitting me at a time when I was in like a major major um, almost low in my life and career and um, you were just so patient and supportive. So I thank you for that. Well, you're more than welcome. And um, I have to say, I'm very excited to see everything that you're doing as well, because I am, like you said, I I know where you were and where you are going is pretty amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey? Who is Janice Carstens? <laughs> That's always a loaded question. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess some of the past of who I've been and who I'm becoming is somewhat connected to the idea that um, I've always been a supporter. And so the best way to sum me up is that I am a supporter. I have supported people in my whole life in different ways, Um, whether that is as a daughter or a sister or an aunt or a granddaughter. um, It's also come up as a teacher, as an instructor. Um, When I was living internationally, (coughs) I was able to support my teammates and my friends, and now really as a coach. So um, I have lived overseas for five years. I have created different programs at universities. I've also been able to share different experiences with other people that, in ways that I'm able to support them. And um, so I guess that's the biggest word for me in life is how can I support someone else? That is really such an insightful way to look at yourself. And I, I think the the title of our show today, you know, connecting self-love and self-care 
really is a great um, umbrella for that whole idea okay. of how you've learned how to, and, and just not even learned how, but it's been a natural adaptation for you to be a supporter. Like you said, being a daughter and a sister and a teacher and a non and a coach and all the roles that you've been able to carry and, um, and being okay with being a supporter. Now, I'm I'm curious, you know, why is this topic of self-love and self-care important to you? Well, it, that's a great question because as I was talking about being supported to others, I realized sometimes that was at the detriment of not supporting myself. Mm. And so even though it's an amazing sense of satisfaction to watch someone else go to their potential, and knowing that I was able to support them to that, I also feel that sense of, okay, how am I supporting myself? Um, it's much easier sometimes for me to be able to put others before me when really I need to put myself before others at times. Mm-hmm. So, so what is self-love? Oh, uh, uh, no, go ahead. Finish, please. I was just going to say... Um, so because of that, I've been working through my own value and to not seek uh, that value outside of myself or um, to really give it away to someone else to define my value. Um, as I was going through all those different roles, there's a lot of times where I would also say, okay, you know, show me that I have value. Give me words of affirmation. Give me... Um, your time, motivation, let me know that this is something that matters to you. Um, And it's really kind of draining when you're trying to look for someone else to give you that sense of self-love and Mm -hmm. self-care. So one of the the things that I've realized while doing this (coughs) is that there is a tangible difference between self-love and self-care that I really hadn't understood before. Okay, so what is self-love? Um, self-love is really the internal side of your understanding your value. So it's the emotional, it's the um, mental, spiritual side of what we think about ourselves and how we use those words and thoughts to support those ideas. So ultimately the words and the thoughts that we have are truly what we believe about ourselves. Okay, so really self-love is more about the feeling, the emotion, the internal uh, Mm -hmm. barometer, I guess you would say, um, the spiritual guide, the intuition, those kind of things, and and how it, um, and how you interpret all those things for yourself. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Yeah. It does make sense. And a lot of times people go, and myself included, unaware of what our internal message to ourselves really is. So we might think that we're doing something loving for ourselves, but really it might be taking away love from ourselves instead. Hmm. Can you give me an example of that? Maybe from um, your own life? Sure. I would say an example of that is how I might have been in the past supporting myself 
by supporting other people because um, the self, I was getting validation from the outside about how I'm loving myself, but really I was giving more of myself love to other people than giving it to myself instead. Okay, I see what you're saying. So in other words, it's it's more like getting external validation. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's getting external um, or even giving of yourself ex- to external um, people, um, projects, mm-hmm. things like that kind of pouring yourself out, but not doing it from a place of I'm doing this because it's what I value. It's what's important to me. It's, it's more of trying to get validation or trying to get um, approval from the outside world. Right. And it's also the part of assuming that by doing that, it'll fill you up somehow. And sometimes it does, but also sometimes it can empty you out more than fill you up. Okay, so let's talk about what self-care is, and then we'll figure out how we can connect the two. So what is, so what sure. is self-care? Self-care, then, is the external side of understanding your value. Um, it's how we act lovingly each day to ourselves. And really, true self-care doesn't have any guilt associated with it because the action... Um, are then in a line with who we really are and what makes us feel good for ourselves. So when our self-love is there, our self-care is how we see it. Okay. So the self-care is more of an external, it's what you do. It's, it's, uh-huh. it's for example, um, self-care would be, uh, exercising or eating the right foods or um, making decisions that are emotionally and spiritually healthy for ourselves. You know, the choices that we make, is that more self-care? Is that what you mean by that? Yes. So a story from my life is, um, for an example, is there's times where I've actually had to remind myself what I enjoyed and what things really kind of made me who I was or who I am because mm-hmm. I had become so wrapped up in someone else's need and supporting that other person that I continually neglected my own point and forgot what made me happy. Mm. And I, I mean, I did make a list. It was, you know, I like hot baths. I like reading. I like wine. I like um, conversations with friends who I haven't talked to in a while. It's, so, yes, there's the exercising, the eating well, but there's also those little things that really just kind of make you, your soul kind of go, ah. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit deeper, a little bit more mm-hmm. um, specific than just the overall um things that we think out of when we think of self-care. So how do we complement each How do they complement each other? How do you connect them together? Well, they're really connected by um, the internal side and the external side. Um, so they're connected when you are feeling aligned with how you're loving yourself with your thoughts and your words, and then you're able to see that by what you um, are doing for yourself 
at various times of your day. So okay. So for, you can think about for example. it. For example, so you can think, you know, I love blank about myself. I love, um, I love to read about myself, but I haven't picked up a book in months. So really, how true is that idea that I love that I like, you know, I love that I love to read, but yet I'm not really caring for that part of myself because I'm not allowing myself to do it. I'm putting other things before that area at times. Okay, so then, go ahead, go ahead, finish, please. No, oh, I was just going to say, so really then, um, if you're writing these messages out and saying, okay, I love that I love to read, but yet then there's this disconnect because you're not doing that for yourself, then you have the self-love message, but you don't have the self-care. Okay. Okay, got it, got it. That that definitely makes sense. Um, if you're listening today and you want to talk to Janice about self-love, self-care, how to connect the two, definitely get on the line and uh, give us a call. Press uh, 1 once you dial the number to get into the show. 646-716-9397 is the number. Again, that's 646 646- Seven one six nine three nine seven, and again press one to get into the show to actually speak to Janice and I. Okay, so we've talked about self love, we talked about self care, and how they complement each other. So I guess you know you talked about making a list uh-huh. of things you love. So what are some ways, some ways of developing that self love? The first thing really is to become aware of the messages that you're sending yourself each day. Mm-hmm. Um, both the supporting and discouraging without having any judgment in that. It's just kind of more being an obser- observer of, oh, I, you know, you're going throughout your day and you think you have a thought and um, it's about yourself and either you're chastising yourself or you're supporting yourself just writing that list down and saying, okay, what am I really truly saying to myself each day? Um, another mm-hmm. way to notice those messages are also maybe, you know, when you get up and you kind of look at yourself in the mirror, what's your face tell you? What are what expressions do you have <laughs> um, about how you look first thing in the morning or at night or any time during the day? Um, that's an indicator of some of those messages. Also, possibly, what are those clothes that you choose for the day? The what? Sometimes the clothes? How we, the, the the clothes. clothes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So sometimes how we decide to dress ourselves kind of tells us a lot about how we're feeling internally. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned this kind of before, but what are the foods that you're choosing to eat? Mm-hmm. What are different habits that you've already formed that support yourself or discourage yourself? So we um, are definitely habitual creatures, like you said, human doing versus human being. And it's, okay, if we want to be one direction, but we're noticing that we're in a different direction, how are those habits formed and why are you continuing to do those habits? 
Okay, so let's start uh, with the first one you, you talked about. Uh, are you finished? I'm sorry, Janice. Are you finished with the list, or did you have more? Um, that's, that's just the first part, but we can go with the first part. Yeah, let's let's just recap the first few. Sure. So, so you talked about what am I saying to myself. That is such mm-hmm. a valuable point. What am I saying to myself? What what messages am I giving myself? What am I actually literally saying to myself in my head that I might not even be saying out loud? Um, and that whole idea of becoming aware and not um, judging the things mm-hmm. that come up for you, come up for each of us every day. That's very difficult to do. How do you do that? Um, you have to realize that you're worth that time to figure out what you're really telling yourself and be ready to see what you're going to find and know that even though you might be at a place that you don't want to be, that's not where you have to stay. But that's what you're starting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I think just the knowledge and the awareness and the understanding of that is enough to move you forward, right? Usually. <laughs> yeah, at some point you're going to get angry with yourself and that's going to move you even forward more. Yeah, I mean, I, I resemble that remark. <laughs> you get, you get, I think we you all get, do in some way. Yeah, you get sick and tired of being sick and tired. Mhm. You know. Exactly. Um, so, so let me ask you this. <laughs> this is a funny one. What does my face tell me? <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about what my face looks like in the morning when I wake up. You know, not not so pretty. Uh-huh. And um, and you know, just the thoughts that um, run through my head when I'm actually looking in the mirror and the first thing in the morning. You know, sometimes it's just like, oh, God, another day, you know, or sometimes it's, oh, yeah, great, another day. You know, just it depends on my mood, really, and and which side exactly. of the bed I woke up on, right? So well, so how I'm do you keep a, that? Con- I'm not a morning person. Yeah, okay. So it takes a lot of effort for me to want to go into the bathroom in the morning and I look at myself and be like, this is going to be a great day. Um, <laughs> but it's possible. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, God bless the morning people because we need them. But the same yeah. thing is true at night then. The same yep. thing is true in the evening when we go to bed, right before we're getting ready for bed. It's like, okay, how was my day? What did my face tell me about how my day was today? Um, which is kind of where I would probably be smiling more because it's not, you know, 7 a.m. Um <laughs> And, and it That's also kind great. of gives you an idea of what other people see within your nonverbal communication throughout the day as well. Hmm. That resting face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that exactly. resting face. What does that resting face tell you? Okay. And then exactly. um, we talked about what clothes we choose or mm-hmm. don't choose. You know, like sometimes the days that you stay in your pajamas all day. You know, mm-hmm. or 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 the days that you you know just want to put on yoga pants and a sweatshirt. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What does that tell you? But that's yeah. the thing. Is that, is that caring for yourself that day? Great. And mm-hmm. if it's not, okay, then why why aren't isn't it for you? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then because put staying in your pajamas all day or um, not um, dressing up, just putting on yoga pants and a sweatshirt could be self-care and it could be self-love uh-huh. on, some, on some levels too. And it, it's, it's all it's all a part of that whole idea of just not judging it uh-huh. that you were talking about. Okay. And then, of right. course, you talked about what foods and what habits um, what foods we put in our mouth. I mean, it's very clear that if you're shoving cupcakes down your throat, you know, um, something's going on. There's something behind that. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So and what sometimes is the thing behind that mm-hmm. is just not thinking about it. Right. Mindless eating. Yeah. And just kind of going through the motions of this is, this is one of those maybe possible habits that are formed. I come home and I, open the fridge and I pick the easiest thing because I'm hungry because I didn't have lunch today. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, and uh, please um, share more. So we were talking about developing self-love. Oh. <clears throat> so really the first, that's the first key is to be aware of the messages that you and yourself are telling yourself each day. So mm-hmm. the second one really is once you have those messages, Decide which ones are working for you and which ones you need to replace or you want to replace. So Hmm. it truly is just writing a list and making two columns, one being supportive and one being discouraging, and saying, okay, which ones am I working, which ones are working for me and which ones um, are not anymore. And those change based on where we are within our lives. I would have probably a different list when I was 20 than I do now. Hmm. So the whole idea of deciding which are working for me, that's something that you think, how 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 difficult is that exercise or, or how, how easy, how challenging is, is an exercise like that? Because so many thoughts run through our head on a daily mm-hmm. basis, what do you do? Write them down as you think them? I mean, like, that's that's got to be, that's cumbersome. That's a cumbersome homework assignment. Sounds, it is, it like is cumbersome once you, when you begin. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the more, because you're not used to doing it. But then the more you continue to do it and you can, like, this isn't, I mean, this isn't a one six day thing. This is probably a few months to a year or so. That's going mm-hmm. to be a process of change, but it's once you kind of start that that snowball going of being able to think about what are those different messages, um, you become more sensitive and more aware of them uh, the more you try and focus on them. Hmm. Okay. So and I've noticed that within you... my clients. Mm-hmm. In what way? I've, I've had clients that um, kind of, this is one of the things I ask them to do it sometimes, or um, they ask for themselves to do, and and they kind of sit there and go, okay, the first week is really rough, <laughs> but as they become more aware of it, they're like, oh, I caught this today, and I caught that, and I didn't realize I was saying this, and so they have that process of awareness that creates this knowing and usually what happens, you're asking how difficult this is and how to define which one goes into which column. People 
in my experience with my clients, have been more like, oh, man, really? That's what I've been telling myself? Hmm. So then what do you do when you realize that something's not working for you? How do you get to the other side of it? I mean, the uh, realization, well, how, the, 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 the realization, the writing it down is one thing. But then mm-hmm. how, how do you switch it so that it's, yeah, so that it's more? That's the next key point. And that's okay. really writing down, writing down your supportive messages. It's identifying which ones are not working for you mm-hmm. and then saying, okay, how can I make this work or rewrite it in a way that works for me? So what ends up happening okay. is they create a new list of these different supportive messages because they end up finding out okay, this isn't working for me, but these are areas of my life that I want working for me. So what are my new messages to myself? And those mm-hmm. do need to be put kind of more in front of yourself, more of a tangible way, because you've created, we've all created these different um, ha- habits and paths of thinking. So it's really trying to reprogram that in some way. Um, so a lot of times clients will, end up um, putting sticky notes on their mirrors, putting it in their book, putting some in their car, um, but reaffirming those throughout their day. And it's not take five messages and try and stick them all in a week. You know, mm-hmm. it's really sticking with one or two until that starts becoming more um, familiar, that new message is more familiar with themselves. And they're able to see that because it's a self-love message that they'll see it in a self-care way. And so really the third point was to write down your supportive message, and the fourth point is then to place the reminders around you to help you use those new messages. Repeat that one more time, Janice. I said the the third point, as I said, was to write down your supportive messages, and then the fourth point is to place those reminders around you, like in your car, in your bathroom, in a book, to help you with those new messages so that you can um, reaffirm yourself throughout the uh, time, throughout the day. That's really great. You know, I actually did that with um, with two messages that I had been telling myself. I had been telling myself that I wasn't a good salesperson, and I oh. was telling myself that I wasn't good at networking. And what I realized was that I'm actually really good at both, but (laughs) because I've been telling myself that I'm not good at it, whenever I have to do it, a sense of fear comes over me. Mm. Mm -hmm. So, so I put on, you know, little post-its, you're great at at networking, you're excellent at sales, you know, just to kind of remind myself that, that relationship building is something that is a real strength of mine and something that I can mm-hmm. really, um, I can do effectively. And it, it, it works. I mean, it, it makes me feel, <laughs> you know, not fearless necessarily when I have to do it, but um, by the same token, it, it definitely alleviates a little bit of my fear too, because I'm I'm thinking about myself in a positive light rather than a negative light. Yeah. 
That's awesome. Well done, Renee. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, So the the um, the self love that we're talking about, developing that self love. So you basically gave us four keys that are Uh important. The first, become Uh aware of the messages. Um, the second is decide which is working for me and which is not working for me and realize that it's a process of change. The third, Uh write down the supportive messages, identify which ones are not working. And then, and then number four is place reminders around the house around, uh, so that you can see them throughout the day. Uh Did I get those? Did I get those pretty much? Yes, you did. Well done. Okay. Um, it's also, it might not, for you it works with sticky notes, but for some people it might be an alarm in their phone. Two o'clock, mm-hmm. tell yourself this. Um, and so there's different ways you can give yourself those messages as well. Okay, great. And then we talked about self-care. So that was self-love. Mm-hmm. Um, what okay. are some key ways to develop the self-care? That's a great question. Um, like I said, the self-love is the internal part and the self-care is the external part. So once you've really identified those thoughts and beliefs that you have around self-love, mm-hmm. uh, then you will start becoming more aware of how those supportive thoughts and beliefs play out physically throughout the day. Mm-hmm. So the first one um, is really to identify the things that you already do which support your inner self-love talk. So as you've made that list that these are supportive and these are discouraging, um, then it's taking that list of supportive thoughts and saying, okay, what does that look like in my day? How do I see those different things play out? Okay, so... I need I need to get an example. So can you think of an example maybe from your life or from a client's life or something that's similar um, that you could think of that might help me to understand and connect with what you're saying a little bit more? Sure. Um, so I have had a couple of clients who worked with their own businesses and starting that up. And that's huge factors of fear, financial stress and everything else. Um, And so one of the things that as we were doing some coaching, they would discuss um, different ways. And we had talked about different messages that they were getting. Um, And so this person had called me and said, you'll never guess what happened today. And they ended up telling me how one of their self-love messages that um, I'm doing my new job and my new business because I want the flexibility of being able to control my schedule. Um, So that was their self-love message. And then how that created a self-care physicality was because when they ended up um, noticing how easy it was for them to actually say no to um, a client or a customer within their business, 
um, which they never thought as a growing business they would ever be able to do. Hmm. But, but they said I could say no to a client because I couldn't do it that day because I had something else to do. And they did it without fear of, oh, my gosh, they're not going to come back or they're not going to want my services. It, it was very much a, this is an important self-love message, but this is how um, it was able to come out in self-care. And the person did reschedule or whatever. Their, their customer still stayed with them. And so having that positive reinforcement that my self-love message um, can also show the self-care in a positive way that's not detrimental to my new business. That makes sense. That makes total sense now. So so saying no, um, and it doesn't have to mm-hmm. be necessarily to a client. It could be to a boyfriend or a husband or, or a mother mm-hmm. or a friend a or a daughter or, you know, a boss. Saying no is something that is very powerful and if you are able to identify the times when you've been able to um, say no to certain um, requests, that is a demonstration huh? of self-love and self-care at the same time and how you can connect the two. Exactly. And that's just um, one example. The, exactly. The other side of that coin is also saying yes to certain things that you've made excuses for in the past. Ah, so, you know, you gave the example earlier about, um, you know, I love to exercise because it's good for me as a possible self-love message. Well, okay, how many times do we get home and go, I just don't want to do anything right now. I'm exhausted. So it's, sure. it's saying, okay, I love myself, so I am going to go walking for 20 minutes outside because that shows that I care about me. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good stuff. Uh, what else do you have for self-care? Um, okay, mm. so we kind of talked about this a little bit. So the first one was identify the things that you already do, which support your inner self-love talk. And then um, taking that list of discouragement and those new messages. So the second thing is to connect your inner messages with your <coughs> outer walk. And that's really by identifying or um, taking on those different components and saying, okay, this is my new message. How will I see that? What are some different ways I might be able to see that? Is that clear? Okay. Yeah, it is. It is. So, for example, so, for example, that person who would say no to Mm -hmm. clients, Right mm-hmm. uh, now, develops a practice of being more mindful mm-hmm. of how she schedules her day, of of who she says yes and no to, um, and she increases in value as a result of being able to say yes or no depending upon the situation and not having um, a tremendous amount of fear that it's not going to work mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Is, that what, is that kind of what you mean? Yes. And it, like you said, it's that understanding that you're taking away the power of that fear or that guilt mm-hmm. by aligning your 
inner talk messages with your outer self-care uh, action. Okay. So what you tell yourself then manifests itself in how you behave. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. So that's the third the third part then is telling yourself I am walking this afternoon because I care about myself. I am taking thirty minute nap because I care about myself. Whatever mm-hmm. those after you've connected the the self love with the the actions of how that might look with self-care, then it's doing those things. And while you're doing those things, reinforcing that idea that I'm doing this because I care about myself. (laughs) I was just picturing myself on the elliptical. I'm doing this because I care about myself. I'm doing this because I care about myself. (laughs) I'm just picturing myself on the elliptical saying those words. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I think I, I think if you do it enough, you even start believing it, right? <laughs> exactly. Because so much of yourself has been telling yourself no. Well, that makes sense. And so you're yeah yeah because I, I think you know you think of yourself on the elliptical. I think myself in a downward dog for yoga. That is not, I don't like that stretch at all. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> My yoga instructor keeps telling me, you're the strongest one in this place. You can do this. I'm like, yeah, okay. So I'm in the position, I'm like, okay, I'm the strongest one doing this, and I'm doing it because I care about myself. Eventually, yeah. I will believe that and keep doing that. Eventually, eventually, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and I'm just wondering, I, I, I guess the thought and the trust, that you that you actually trust yourself enough to believe that what yep. you're doing is um, benefiting you somehow mm-hmm. is is a good, is a good thing. Okay, okay, that makes exactly. sense. Exactly, and so and that's mm-hmm. a great point. That's a great point because for someone like who I was and getting external validation and asking for external validation, I'm now taking that internally and saying. I am validating myself by saying I'm doing these things because I care about me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, we talked about self-love. We talked about self-care, the internal, the external. Mm-hmm. So how do women learn the value of each of those things? Because I, I think what what we were just joking about is really the crux of it, right? It's mm-hmm. really being able to trust that, okay, I am saying no to that really delicious piece of cake because I care about myself or I'm only eating a small morsel of it and not the whole thing because I really care about myself. And, you know, and, and being able to learn the value of that is so important. So, so how do you Uh think women learn the value of, of each of those things? Well, for me, I feel that an important part of learning that value of self-love and self-care is to really be consistent with taking the action because what that does Mm -hmm. is it removes the guilt. It removes the shame that we've placed upon ourselves Um, Mm -hmm. because more often than not that the reason that we have guilt or shame is because we're trying 
to align our own values with someone else's rather than our own. And that doesn't work mm. for anybody. Wow, that's huge. That's a big one, Janice, of everything mm-hmm. that you said today, which a lot of it has been really impactful. I think that is the hugest thing that you just said. Could you, could you, do you, do you have the wherewithal to repeat it? Because I want to, I want to, <laughs> I want to get, yeah, I want to try to capture it. Okay. So more often than not, that the reason we feel that guilt and that shame is within us is because we've been trying to align our values with someone else's rather than our own. And that is nothing, something that will never work. Okay. All right. So, all right. You're preaching to the choir here. Seriously. So (laughs) I love, I love that you are wise enough to be able to nail that and and call it out because I really feel like uh, a lot of us, including myself, and, and I'm always speaking for myself, have that um, conflicting messages. Like I'm not sure uh-huh. whether it's well, I'm not sure whether it's my mom, my mom's voice, or my dad's voice, or um, my peers, um, you know, whomever um, uh-huh. might be uh, in my ear. Not because they have chosen to be, because I allow them to be. Um, right, gui- guiding me in a certain direction and getting me to a point where I'm doing something that I really don't want to do, but I think it's going to, I don't know, um, yield a certain result. Um, you know, making compromises in life, um, making choices that aren't authentically you, you know, all those things that we get caught up in, especially when it comes to relationships and when it comes to work, um, uh-huh. I think I think would be really avoided if we were aware of what you just said. Well, thank you. And, and kind of to what you were saying is, I think what we all hear within that is the should or shouldn't. You should be doing, yeah. you shouldn't be doing. Um, and then we kind of start shitting all over the place. I love that one. That is my that is one of my favorite expressions. <laughs> I love it. I love that. I mean, it is so funny. It's so true. And then what happens mm-hmm. when you shit all over the place? It's a mess, right? It's a mess. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. Mess. So yeah, that's true. And and then you have to you have to clean it up and you have to start all over again. You know. Um, and I think right. that's. Um, that's really valuable information. So, of course, you know, we only have um, a few more minutes left. This really went fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're celebrating Valentine's Day tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. what what is the best way for women with no significant other to feel valued on this day? And, and, and as I'm thinking of this, it doesn't even have to be someone without a significant other. It could be someone mm-hmm. with a significant other. Um, how do we feel valued separate and apart from that relationship? Um, I really believe it's about taking that value back into yourself. Okay. And, and um, kind of stop allowing someone else to dictate what your value is. And so the best way for women to feel valued is to know who you are, possibly mm-hmm. by writing a love letter to yourself. 
of everything supportive and true about who she is. Uh, be honest with who you really are and not who you've been told to be. Because there's really no greater value than owning your own uniqueness. Hmm. Um, for it is in our uniqueness that we really find our purpose, and our purpose always has value. I love that. There's there's no greater value than finding our own uniqueness. And I think also mm-hmm. in, in addition to that and a compliment to that is being able to celebrate our own uniqueness and being able to uh-huh. um, look at our, our uniqueness and say, you know what? No one else can do it the way Janice can do it. No one else can do that uh-huh. downward dog the way Janice Carstens can do that downward dog <laughs> or, what, or whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, and sometimes taking ourselves not as taking ourselves seriously, but not so seriously to the point where we're um, self-flagellating and beating ourselves up because we're not uh-huh. the perfect person that we deem ourselves that we should be. Um, I, I love, I love that. I love that. And, um, and so, you know, sometimes I, I also think about the women who are in relationships who feel lonely because we might Uh not be fulfilled, you know? Um, So how can self-love and self-care help those women? Um, It's a great question. And typically, again, someone can't fill you up because loving and caring for yourself is really all about yourself and your relationship with yourself. Right. Because it's your beliefs and your thoughts and your values and your actions that fill your ability to be loving and caring for others. But first that comes within who you are um, mm-hmm. and loving that part of yourself. So by learning what supports, like for me, what supports me to be my best through my self-love and through my self-care fills me up and allows me to have more to give to others rather than trying to give to receive those things from other people, which I want to assume that will eventually fill me up, but it usually ends up depleting me at some point. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting how that happens. You know, I talked at the top of the show about how this is the Uh second time in less than um, six months that I've been sick. And you know, just, and I know what the root of it is. I mean, I, I, uh-huh. I don't want to go into a lot of detail, but I know what the root of it is. And the root of it has to do with just exactly what you said. And that's giving when you just don't have it to give. And uh-huh. you get depleted, you get tired, you get run down because the values that you are you know, and it's not every single solitary value, but a lot of the values or some of the values that you're living in are not authentically yours. And I think just taking uh-huh. that time to kind of redefine who you are uh-huh. and align what you need and what you want with your values and your um, actions is such an important exercise. Uh-huh. So. I think I'm going to make that list that you talked about, Janice. I think that's a really important important thing to do. So, you know, this has been an incredibly enlightening um, conversation, and I'm so glad that we had a chance to talk like this 
on the radio. Um, if you could please just let everyone know how do we reach out to you, Janice, if we're interested sure. in um, in a life coach consultation. Uh, well, my website is uh, www.janicecarsons.com, and that is J-A-N-E-S-E-C-A-R-S-T-E-N-S.com. My email is Janice Karsten's Coaching at gmail.com. And those are definitely two ways to get a hold of me. I will reach out within <clears throat> a day or two to get back to you. Awesome. Awesome. Any final thoughts before we wrap up? Thanks for allowing me to be on here and talk about things that are, <clears throat> excuse me, personal, but yet hopefully informative and valuable. And, um, yeah, it's been a great time. Thanks, Renee. Oh, my pleasure, Janice. You 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 are doing incredible things with your coaching practice. Your site looks great. And I'm just so happy and proud of you and, and excited for what the future holds. Thanks so much. I appreciate it, friend. All right, dear. You have a great day. Enjoy your weekend and your Valentine's Day. <laughs> okay, thanks. All right, bye-bye. All right, everybody. So that was Janice Carstens. And uh, I'm telling you, I learned so much today just from her insight about self-love and self-care and connecting the two and what that really means. And I just wanted to reiterate the whole idea of becoming aware of the messages that you tell yourself. You know, what am I saying to myself? What does my face tell me either in the morning or in the evening? What clothes am I choosing that are actually giving a certain message um, about what I'm thinking and feeling and who I am? What foods am I eating? What habits am I developing? You know, and then she also talked about deciding uh, which is working for you and writing down those supportive um, messages that really make sense. And then placing reminders around around the house for the day or on your phone or however just to give you a little bit of inspiration throughout the day. You know, it's been a really great uh, conversation. And, again, if you want to reach out to Janice, it's www.JaniceCarstens.com, J-A-N-E-S-E-C-A-R-S-T-E-N-S.com. Also, just want to let you know, um, just wanted to give you a little bit of a heads up that Reveal Your Excellence is actually going to be ending in March. I've decided um, to um, end the show on a high note. Um, next uh, time that we get together, I'm going to have um, hopefully Nikki Walker-Brown, if her schedule still allows, um, who wrote a book called There Is More. She's going to be on the show. And then my final show will be me um, by myself with a couple of different um, guests um, uh, who who might uh, pop in. But my reason for wanting to end the show has everything to do with a positive reason. I am um, actually on my way to um, work uh, a little bit more exclusively with my television show and to do some exciting things um, with that in addition to working full-time. So having a, a TV sh having a TV show, a full-time job, and a radio show uh, felt like a little bit much at this stage. 
And um, it doesn't mean that I won't be back to Life Coach Radio Network sometime, sometime in the near future or far future. Uh, Russ Terry is absolutely one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. And I would love to be able to work with him and Danica and Trina and all the incredible life coaches that um, appear on Life Coach Radio Networks again sometime in the, in the future. But at this stage, um, just a little bit much for my, um, like I said, uh, Reveal Your Excellence will be back. Actually, in two weeks, I'll be uh, interviewing Doug Carrera about career coaching. And then the following two weeks will be Nikki Walker-Brown. Um, so let me just correct that. And then the final show will be me on my own. So anyway, um, I hope that you have an amazing, an amazing weekend. I hope that your Valentine's Day is everything that you could possibly want and imagine. If by any chance you ever want to reach out to Renee Ellison, um, you can log on to my secured website, which is www.reneeellison.com. Renee Ellison is spelled R-E-N-A-I-E-L-L-I-S-O-N.com. Or you can also call me at um, 609 Seven eight six two four one two. You could also email me at Renee at ReneeAllison dot com, and um, I'll get right back to you. Um, it's been a pleasure having you in my apartment this morning. Um, I'm so excited that Janice had a chance to stop by and chat about connecting self love and self care, and I hope that more than anything that each of you picked up something of value so that as you're going into the Valentine's Day holiday, that you really spend it um, loving yourself and caring for yourself in a deep, rich, meaningful way. Have a fantastic day, fantastic uh, Valentine's Day, and I'll see you and I'll talk to you in two weeks. Bye-bye.